When I joined his division. So. <laughs> All right. Hey, that's a sneak peek at what we're going to talk about today, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's the Breakfast Show. We are live. We got a, a cast full of people ready to talk shit. Um, I think the bot keeps dropping out and drop, coming back in. But it's your boy, It's Nefarious, here. We are here for the Breakfast Show. We got HD in the building. HD, say hello to the people. Yo. We also got uh, Drama in the building. Drama, say hello to the people. What it do, PML? Y'all know what it is. Your main man, Drama, in the building with the Breakfast Club, man. Yeah, we here. We here. We also got Z in the building. Z, say hello to the people. Going on, bro. Appreciate you having me again. And last but not least, we got everybody's favorite, Kieran, in the building. Kieran, say what's up to the people. Yo, what it do? What it do? We are here to talk shit, apparently, because as you heard from that little snippet, and the bot's going to keep going out and coming in, and it's going to be real annoying. Um, <laughs> again, like, holy shit, that's annoying. Um, but we're here to talk about some, we're here to talk shit, basically. And what we were talking about off here that we're going to bring on the air is, uh, you know, we were talking about uh, the AFC East, basically. Um, the little snippet you heard was about our boy Fallen, who's been the same guy since Madden 19. Um, ever since he's, he's been running the same shit, been the same guy ever, ever since Madden 19. And it's funny how he's had success with it. And then obviously he's fell off a little bit as we went to next gen. Um, he's, he's, he hasn't been able to find success ever since we went to next gen. And I think it's because you can't, it's not as easy to run the ball. You can't just swerve run around people. And I think he's still trying to do that. Yeah, I would. I, mean, I haven't played him last night. Um, I mean, you gonna, you can look at the body. That shit was ugly. Like, that was probably the worst run defensive game uh, and played in the league by either team this year. Hey, hold, yeah. hold up, hold up. We, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get that bot out of here. Oh. All right, perfect. All right, continue on. Yeah, I was just saying, that's probably, like, the worst run defensive game. But, like, you kind of knew what it was going to be when he took um, – what's it, Keelan Mitchell, when he took him. Because uh, uh, he saw what Q was doing with Corum. And, I mean, Bullen has always been able to build running backs um, with the Texans. I think he had J.B. on Hawkins. I don't know what team he was last year, but I'm sure he had a running back that he put together. So that's, He was a Dolphins. Oh, well, yeah, that's that's his M.O., bro. Just um, building running backs by any means. And, I mean, it's it's still the same. You know what I'm saying? I think, uh, I think he, uh, he got Ahmed to a superstar, and then he ended up trying to yeah. trade him at one point. Yeah. Yeah, either way, I think, I think from Fallen that I, you know this is he's been doing this since Madden 19. Fallen has a unique ability to be able to take an inside zone or a halfback base out of trips and stretch that bitch into an outside zone. Like I don't know if he did this shit to you last night, Z, but when I played the motherfucker, I ain't gonna lie, I took the play and added it to my playbook. It's a motherfucker trips with the three receivers on one side and the tight end and the running back on the other. And it's a halfback base with the pulling guard. But he stretches that bitch to the outside of the third receiver and takes it up the sidelines, bro. And it's like, you have to you have to be dedicated to playing a certain kind of way to pull that shit off. And that's that's falling. Like he's dedicated and a ninety-five speed running back. I think I think his running back is like ninety-five speed or something. Yeah, bro fast bro is fast as hell. Like it's it's crazy. And that's what, that's what I was that saying. Kind of easy to just outrun all of them to, to get to the outside. 
And uh, I was saying before the show, uh, that's what kind of pisses me off when I lose to, to Q is because he, whenever I play Burn, Q, Fallen, or somebody that's ultra repetitive and does the same shit, those games piss me off losing more than others because you kind of know what's coming, but they've been doing it for so long that they, they're able to, you know, have success with it. So it kind of, like losing the Q, he's the same fucking guy He'll run the same shit every single game. He'll, he'll always try to hit those deep corners, those crossers, you know, hit the sidelines. Doesn't really throw over the middle. Um, he's not one of those guys that's going to come back to a deep dig. Um, it, and so losing to somebody like that just, just drives me nuts. And they're, they're the same guy. I don't, I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but Fallen Q, they, they're, they're the same guy. They just do it in a little bit of a different way. And that's why Fallen, when he's got yeah, that's yeah, why, and that's why yeah, Fallen yeah. went and got that running back because he, he saw what Q's doing. He's like, yeah, I'm the same fucking guy. I can do the same shit. Got the running back. Damn. Every listen, fucking listen, I'm watching back this Miami game from yesterday, and I just saw the fourth and two you was talking about, Kieran, where he just – and, okay, here's, what's, here's, how guys are getting, here's how guys are getting exposed, right? Because now with this Madden, they, you have the ability to play football, meaning – there's no excuse to continue to do the same shit you've been doing for four Maddens. That's why I changed my offense. Everybody knows I came in here. I was dedicated to, you know, playing a certain type of football that I considered pro-style football. But it was apparent that that scheme had run, you know, the well ran dry. As soon as, I, you know, guys would come in and just pack the box, force me to throw away for me to run play action and shit like that. So I've adjusted. But this game gives you so many options of targeting players in many different ways for a guy to have a team like Miami and continue to run the same goofy shit that he'd been running for three cycles is like, okay, you're not really playing football. You never was really playing football. You really was just playing Madden. Playing Madden. And so yeah, now, now those of us who, who are, who are able to adapt and who are playing football, it's like, there's, there's it's becoming apparent who's playing football and who's just playing Madden. And so it's not, to pick on Q or to pick on the AFC East guys, it's just we got to call a spade a spade, man. And a lot of y'all been getting away playing video games, and and now it's the football this time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that yeah, but but I'm glad you seen that on that fourth, bro. That fourth and two, that was literally I know Waddle's gonna get the animation. Yeah, and shit like that is straight Madden. That's not football. Yeah. You don't yeah. run a streak on fourth and two against I mean, Eric Stokes. That, that fastest was my, corner. That was my next question, bro. Who? On fourth and two, how many people are throwing it over 15 yards? But that's, listen, it was crazy, right. though. He had three men open underneath. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And he's going to get this catch, you know, this rack animation, just throw that it, bitch up. It, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. It wasn't the throw. It was the fact that you ran a play on fourth and two where three people are open easily. But you threw the deep route because you didn't even look at them because in your head, Waddle would get the animation. <laughs> and this is my did. Madden play. But yes, and that's Madden. See, I also, but I've seen this already. I saw this against the Titans. Watch against the Titans. He runs an L route in the like at the 25 yard line before half or something like that. Uh, to Waddle, it was an L route. Waddle was covered like shit, but Waddle got the animation. I'm like, bro. Motherfuckers really go to play, play uh, uh, to practice mode 
and and workout animations, bro. This is so crazy. You out here labbing animations. <laughs> like, it's, I get the chance to figure out somebody can get an animation because I've done that. We all have done that. Like, I've seen animations A.T. Perry can get, but I'm not out here labbing and saying, I'm throwing this bitch because he's going to get the animation. No, I'm throwing it because I think he's open. Yeah, and it's all it's all free snap. I think he's open. Uh, yeah. he, he does that. He'll do that. Uh, I think he does that in the red zone where I, he did it against you, Drama. He'll run a little a little wheel route to Quorum uh, right out the backfield. It's it's a it's a, a quick uh, two step drop, and he's throwing it. He don't even care. He's not looking at anything else but Quorum. He runs a little uh, little wheel route like Mac used to do. Um, but it, like we were talking about, it's just. A lot of the shit he does is just mad. And, like, I, 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 I said what – I don't know if they're meta. I'm just saying that it seems they're meta because the, the amount of times he runs it without knowing what it actually does and has success with it, I, I assume it's meta. Um, you know, that one, 0-1 trap on a gun doubles offset, that 0-1 trap on a single back. And he doesn't even run it the way it's supposed to be ran. He's automatically running it like it's a counter play. Like, he'll run it out of shotgun like it's an HB counter. But it's uh, it's o one trap and it's supposed to you know, it's basically supposed to go up the gut against a four to be hard. And so, so what what I what I said earlier about how he just runs it and hopes for the animations or the, the block. I feel like he ran that play one time, and he, he ran it you know at the right time and he got that good ass blocking it gives you. So now he's just gonna keep running it, and and as soon as he gets that blocking, that's when it's gonna break open. Yeah, that's yeah. how I think it's. That's how I think it started. I think he called it by accident one day, and it fucking worked. And he's like, "All right, well, fuck it. This is my new run play." And if you notice, uh, this HB counters on a shotgun seem to be the thing this year for every. Yeah. Like, if you watch DK play HB counter, HB counter on a shotgun all the fucking time. Most mm-hmm. of the time, he's HB counter on a shotgun. If he's running, yeah, the ball. A lot, a lot, I mean, it's just how it, it's just how leverage it's just how leverage work, bro. Like, um, yeah, it's never the, it's never been this used in the last the, um, four cycles. Yeah, I mean, because they try they they tried to make concepts matter a little bit more, but they don't have the necessary defensive counters for shit. Um, without you know trying to find um ways to break the game, I guess you could say, because you know if if somebody's running a counter, you're not going just the defensive end is not just going to continually crash in. Like they don't have like awareness to matter to where the fact is like if somebody keep running the shit, the players are going to change yeah, up yeah, what they're doing. Yeah, they, don't, they don't adjust. They don't adjust at all, bro. That's why you know people keep getting away with running the counters. People keep getting away with running zigs and stuff like just because of. Yeah. You know abilities because the players are not adapting live on the field, and sometimes it's even dumbing them out even more trying to make the right adjustment to it. Because I had some shit yesterday, I had some shit yesterday. Fallen ran right at me, like he ran at me. I don't know what it was. It was he ran at me, and I was running towards the ball, and then he like changed his direction, and my safety like stopped, and then he ran and scored a touchdown for fifty yards. So they don't have the counters to some of the stuff that people are doing now. And it's just it, – it's frustrating if you play football, bro. It's real frustrating. That, and you, and that's, what, that's what I was saying. That's why I get frustrated, especially when I lose to those guys. It's like it's like you really, – sometimes you really can't do anything about it because it, it's it's just mad and, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to work for the most part. And that's, you that's frustrating. To, you almost have to be – that backside D end or linebacker or slot corner, whoever's over there when they're in trips in the halfbacks on the weak side. 
because that, that's where the counters are coming from because they're running back towards the weak side where there's no receivers, you know, just when I want the tight end. You you're, you almost have to be that DN to control where he's going to run, whether it's going to be inside or outside. And what's funny about that, that you say that, they went ahead and took it because users were shooting gaps and stuff because their offensive line logic was trash. They took it to where the AI will focus on the user now. So you could be in position to blow the play up just like you would in real life, and some random uh, player is going to come out of nowhere and block you. That's why QB rap is so dangerous because you can set it so – that they play the running back because, I mean, it's not really a read option, but it plays like a read option. So you can make it like so the running back is being played, but still you can try to get there. And somebody that has no business trying to block you, like they coming from way outside, will come block you, and that shit is going to break open for like 15-plus yards, bro. It's just very annoying. It, it, it is. It is. And, then, you know, uh, like uh, Kieran was talking, you know, he has more fun playing football. That's why – when I played T Bandit, when I when I lost T Bandit, I really didn't care that, that much because I like when I was playing T Bandit. That's why I said I had more respect for his game because he was playing football. And when he knows when he's in his group and he knows what you're calling, bro, he'll he'll make any throw he wants. But I, obviously, people are catching into like uh, when I scout, I'm looking at you know what your mindset is. All right, he sees cover three here. All right, he's switching to a scene play. Uh, he, whenever he sees cover three, he likes to see. Whenever he sees cover three, whenever he sees an off corner, he likes to throw a curl route. Whenever he sees a man blitz, he likes to – like, that's how I'm thinking when I, I'm scouting. A lot of these people are just running the shit because they run the shit. They, they're not running the play because they think he's in this coverage or you know, he's going to look at this guy. He, they're running it because it works and matters. And that that's what drives me nuts. Um and you could see it when you scout somebody. You're like, oh, I've seen this play last week. I remember I was uh, laughing with Cammy. This is not saying Cammy's not because I think he does play football, but he also has those go-to plays he likes to go to. Um, with him, he was like, oh, this HB cutback out of, I think, single back, a slot or some shit like that. It's like, watch the blocking on this. It's, not a, it's a counter, but it's not HB counter. It's HB cutback. It's like, oh, the blocking just works perfectly on this, and then you know, it leaves a, uh, uh, you know, a good running lane, and it's something that programmed the matter. I was like, very cool, you know. I'm not really in the center, so I, I'm probably not going to run it. Then, in the uh, game I play is against Q. He runs that same exact play that he says, oh, you know, this just has great blocking, and I'm like, he's just he's just running he, he's just running the shit that he knows works and that he heard is good. He's just running that shit. It doesn't matter what you're in. Uh, he's obviously not going to run it on third and ten, but he's using some logic to it. But he's just running the shit to run the shit. That's all it is. My last uh, comment on that counter stuff. No offense to Mike, because I know Mike plays football. Mike plays football a lot. But that was, you know, halfback counter was just play call on. Um, oh my god, that was just play call. So you know, oh. it's, it's, you gotta you, that, you gotta that well sometimes, and until they counter in the fridge. And shit that actually matters in the game, it's not going to, like, nothing is going to change. Because, like, I, the shit that pissed me off the most is the DB interactions on the outside, but I'm not going to take up too much time. What were you going to say, HC? No, nah, I'm just saying that that, that that counter in the fourth, that in the fucking game was just, I don't know what he was thinking. He, I mean, he ran it yesterday to, uh, to use that last time out. And then at the end, after he gets tackled for, you know, a gain of two, to make it a 61-yard field goal, he's like, man, I probably should have passed it. It's like, 
Well, did you call the counter because it was going to work? Did you call it because the counter out of trips is, you know, the meta that's been working for everybody? Or did you really think you were going to get 10, 15 yards off that you needed? Because you had 11 seconds in one timeout. I mean, I see the logic behind it in the sense that it can be kind of like a boomer bust play. But in that situation, I don't see the logic in it. But that's how the game is trended to where it's like, okay, like, I, I need a big play. I can call this little misdirection run and just take advantage of the fact that they're over-pursuing, even though defenders just over-pursue every play. So uh, it just it's just part of the game, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah, what no, you gonna say? No, go ahead. Now, I was gonna say let's switch gears, but we'll go ahead. What were you about to say? It's just it, it's like I tried uh, season two. I legit tried to implement a scheme, like a, a full scheme. Uh, you know, uh, the Kyle Shanahan stretch zone run. Uh, you know, play action off it. Like, and it's just so hard. Even though it's more football now, it's still so hard to play football. Um, because there's a lot of things that the game can't implement in football uh, into the game, uh, like the flow of the defense. Like you've got guys not flowing with the play, they'll they'll just go out into their zone. Doesn't matter if they get some pass or not. They're just going out to their zone, not really flowing with the play. But uh, that's all. That's all I wanted to say. Like with that counter, uh, he he probably ran it just because he feels. I think there's a lot of people that have a balance, uh, like. Like I said with Cammy, I think he has a little bit of balance. He knows he, he frees the defense. He knows where you're, you're in, and he tries to take advantage of his best matchup for the most part. Um, but he has those go-to run plays um, that he he'll go he'll <clears throat> use whenever he need he needs something. You know what I mean? So it's funny. It's just like Ravens counter back in uh, Madden, even last Madden or the Madden before Ravens counter used to block. Like no tomorrow it used to be the best, pretty much the best run of the game. And people have the people that had no business being in pistol, uh, that pistol formation would be in that pistol formation just for HB counter. They'll be they'll be having like fucking Tom Brady and pistol running that HB counter just because it blocks nice. That like fucking uh, the Bucks with uh, Tom Brady, he had that that jet zone uh, HB counter out of pistol. I forgot what what pistol it is, um, but you, you're just running it because it, it blocks. Nice. But I was just gonna, you know, what I'm saying I was just gonna say, um, I would like to implore guys to really explore the many different options that you know are available to you on offense, man. Like, um, we're at a place in PML where, you know, we're able to build rosters the way that we want them. I think that if guys really start to take advantage of the tools. Uh, and the options that are available to them in the game in terms of how they run their offense, we can start to see how uniquely built teams um, can play uniquely, you know, versus others. Like, um, I'm just – I know I talk a lot of shit, and I know I, people might think I'm more vocal or talking now because I've been winning or whatever the case may be. But I'm just excited with the way that I'm able to play because there's just so much shit that I can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, um and it came from me playing the game. It came from me practicing, me exploring, you know what I'm saying? Okay, how do I, how can I design things to take advantage of, of what Debo Samuel does well? How can I, the way I found out about the fullback shit was trying to figure out 
how do I make use of Alvin Kamara? You know what I'm saying? He's not an in-between-the-tackles guy. He doesn't run the same way that uh, Pierce does. You know what I'm saying? I can't run my power offense through a guy like this. Well, how can I get him in space? How can I get him in different positions? And I found that the game has a whole lot of shit that you can unlock or you can tap into to be able to have certain players be utilized in certain ways. And so there's a lot of teams out there with a lot of guys in a lot of positions that can be used well. Um, but if we're all just lining up and just trying to run the same money plays that everybody else is running, then it's just the guys who are really playing football and who are really understanding, you know, what's happening on the field, they're going to, they're going to key in and they're going to take that shit away. You know what I'm saying? And, and the guys who um, are able to adjust and adapt, they're going to be the ones that's winning. They're going to be the ones that's making deep runs in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? And if you find we're just losing and being the guy that everybody talks shit about and makes fun of, then, uh, hey, hats off to you. But that ain't me, bro. I'm trying to win. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm just excited that with this game, there's so many different ways that you could do it. I just want to see everybody taking advantage of that. And kind of to your point, it's just like, you know, some guys feel that pressure to win so you know instead of creating their own scheme and making it diverse and unique and actually unstoppable they'd rather take the stuff that would works you know what i'm saying like oh i see this is this works so i don't gotta create my own shit i can just take what this motherfucker's doing and hopefully run it better than they can and i mean yeah, that shows up eventually and the offenses that are unique uh, i feel like people recognize that and it just is what it is but um it, it, it do just be annoying kind of seeing some of the same concepts run. It's a copycat league, just like in real life, but everybody can't run the stuff the same. And everybody comes up with their own unique stuff based on who they have on the field. So it is just kind of annoying, you know, to your point. Like, when you put together your own offense, people can say whatever they want about my shit. I've run spread. I've run spread since Madden 21. You've always had a type of pro-style offense. Neff schemes. Uh, Kiran has an empty scheme that he created to – Lamar Jackson's strength, and I mean, and he runs the ball. He does everything. So you know, it's possible. You just got to sit down and put the time in, and people ain't doing that no more. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, no, that's that's kind of where I was. I was kind of thinking it is kind of annoying just seeing. Okay, I played the Texans this week. Okay, I feel like I just played the Texans last week because they're running the same shit. Next week, I'm probably gonna play the Texans again because it's all like the same offense. You know, as I'm saying, you know, it's just like the Texans as an example. And it's just like maybe, maybe everybody getting a different standard playbook is not a terrible idea if it's going to make people miss it. Do a playbook draft and call it a fucking day. That, 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 that was the whole. That was the whole point with the playbook draft that I I made. But then again, you take away from you know Z, you take away from Kieran, you take away from King Mike. Myself, uh, Goose, when he was here, you, you just got to pick. Do you want to see the same shit every week when you play with customs, or do you want to, you know, have a different offense? I mean, do you want to be annoyed? And did them, uh, uh, this will be real quick. Them, the only thing about them stock playbooks, they're not diverse enough to yeah. uh, you yeah. to consider pick stuff up so like even with the live playbooks where they update and plays and everything it's gonna get to a point where you end up just running the same stuff because how they design the game is just not built for that type of offense because i can't run my and i'm sure drama can speak to this i can't run my um play action slide play out of one of their 
two wide receiver, two tight end formations because the defense is not going to flow. And yeah, yeah. I didn't just going to let Brett come free, and I'm sacked. So, and yeah. then I got to yeah. some shitty play on third down because they don't, you don't got a lot of third, third and 11 plays in real life. In real life. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, and my thing is like, okay, here's what we can do as a, as a, as a uh, league to help create some parity. What we really could start doing is just teaching each other how to shut down some of this money shit, bro. Now that's that. Now, okay, <laughs> it's it's going. It have to be like a league effort because I'm not finna be the only motherfucker teaching motherfuckers how to stop this play and stop that play if ain't nobody else gonna be contributing. You feel what I'm saying? But here's what I mean by playing football. There is a counter for everything in this fucking game. Madden is like Madden is like techno ball just with a larger variety of play selections. But there is a perfect play call on defense for damn near every play call that there is on offense. Like that, that okay, the, out of tights, that play action, uh, whatever, that crosser shit, where the slot um, slot wide receiver runs a crosser, and then the wide receiver on the outside runs a uh, like an angle route. And if you if you uncover three or you uncover four, one of them two motherfuckers gonna come wide open. And then if you if you jump the middle and try to take away the crosser going across, either the motherfucker running the angle route gonna come free or the tight end up the middle of the field, or you gotta worry about the 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 in and out on the left hand side. I know the perfect defense to set up to take that play away. Like we could eliminate that play from the league for real, for real. But what am I gonna get out of this shit? <laughs> like I could just keep the key to stopping that play to myself and I can continue to run it in key situations or we as a league could just come together and just teach each other how to shut this shit down. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, there's a big thing. HD has been saying it for weeks. I run the, the street corner shit, right? There's a reason why I'm running it. And it's, I'm not taking, it's not because of how Madden plays or anything like that. It's a real football concept to why the streak in the corner combo keeps getting open. What for I wouldn't Go ahead. What formation is it out of? I run it out of every formation. Okay. <laughs> I'm, running out, I'm running it out of, I got 10 formations that I can dot you up with a corner street combo. But there's uh, and, it's, 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 it's the bread and butter. The <laughs> Here's the thing about that. Listen up. Listen up. Listen uh, listen it's a football. I know, I know where the concepts come from. That's why I'm just asking. Yeah, Go so ahead. that's what I'm saying. It's an actual football concept that can explain why the motherfucking shit keeps getting open. Mm-hmm. I could teach it to motherfuckers, but why? Like, nah, bro. Learn some fucking football. You feel what I'm saying now? But, okay, as a league, let's say somebody wanted to say, you know what? Let's take away this corner corner streak shit so we can just make motherfuckers play straight up. Somebody come up with a tape showing how to stop the corner streak combo out of whatever formation is running. Teach motherfuckers why the shit keep getting open. Teach them what they have to do to adjust on defense. And now we as a league can have more awareness on how to stop Certain shit that's easy for motherfuckers. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like, what that'll do is it'll force the guys who run in this money shit to have to adapt, to have to come up with another strategy in order to be able to get first downs in key situations or get touchdowns in key situations. But if we as the league just continue to, ooh, that, that works. Let me, let me use that and add that to my playbook. That's where we get into a position where it's like it's a bunch of copycatters. You know what I'm saying? Now, uh, I was going to say that corner street combo, like me logically thinking, uh, you know, against 
probably cover one. You might have that. If it's coming out of a tight formation, you're going to have that corner out, depending on the leverage. Um, you know, against uh, cover two man, you probably have it as well. Uh, but if they're running a cover two zone, you're definitely going to have it wide open. If they're running a cover three, you have to run it on the short side of the field. So it drags that deep blue uh, zone on that short side of the field along with that streak, and that corner is going to end up wide the fuck open. Um, it's like logical reasons thinking about it, you know, why it should work. Some people just do it because they're like, all right, it's going to work because it works for this guy, and I, I really don't know what I'm seeing. Yeah, and, and that's the that's what I'm saying. That's the that's the problem with the copycat and shit. It's like the guy who's using it may have an actual football philosophy for why he's running it. You're just running it because you think that it's some better shit. And that's how <laughs> motherfuckers are getting fucked up. But that's what I'm saying. If okay, what I'm suggesting to the league is if we want to help if we want to stop seeing certain shit that's we might consider cheesy or that we might consider like Oh, that motherfucker just running it because he saw this guy run it. Well, then let's start coming up with tutorials and showing each other how to stop certain shit. Show a motherfucker what the football concept behind this is, why it's working, why you keep getting beat by it, and now this is how you shut it down. You know what I'm saying? And what that'll do is it'll, like I said, for the guys who want to study football, who want to get better at understanding the football concepts, now we have the knowledge of the inner workings of this concept, why it's working for this guy, and now also... Okay, here's what I have to do to adjust. What that'll also do is it'll make the guys who are running this shit have to say, well, damn, now everybody knows how to stop this. Everybody knows why it's working. Now everybody's football awareness is at a higher level, and now I've got to go back to the drawing board and come up with something different. You know what I'm saying? Because right now where we are is all we're doing is we're just watching each other learn. We're just taking notes from one another on how to stop certain shit like um, the boy. Yeah, but uh, you... But you got to put in the work, though, John. Like, like, man, ain't nobody about to be out here handicapping you and giving out tutorials. No, mother, if you really know, if you really, if you really care about this shit, you know who to come to. Come on, drama. Neff, Neff and me talk all the time about, about little shit, little intricate shit about shit that we think. Me and King Mike talk all the time. Nigga, me and King Mike had a whole talk about how to, how to kill, why 4361 wasn't shit and what, what to do against it. And, you know, if if you if you wanted them in PML, you know who to talk to. You know who to talk to. Because if they don't know, then they're, they're going to figure it out and they're going to come back to you. Everybody knows. But guess what? Anybody got time to help the motherfucker who ain't putting in the work anyway? Shit, drama. If you don't know how to stop something, you know who probably do. And you know who you can come out with. But there you go right there. That's you know what I'm saying. I wanted somebody to say it, but I'm just letting it be known. Awesome. That there's... There's a way to you for you to apply football knowledge to everything that these motherfuckers is doing. There's nothing that's being done in PML right now that can't be uh, stopped or can't be adjusted to. Motherfuckers just gonna have to put in the work to learn how to adjust, or you just gonna keep getting murked. And I'm telling you right now, that's what that's why certain guys have gotten you know the jig is up because we've caught on to your bullshit and we know exactly what needs to be done football wise to adjust. And those who not equipped or able to adjust are going to get left in the dust. I just don't want to hear a bunch of motherfuckers whining and crying, talking about motherfuckers cheating or cheesing because I'm doing some shit that you can't stop. Like, I'm just following suit with everybody else now. I I, I got an offense that I, I, I know works, and I'm going to run that shit to the motherfucking death of me. If you can't stop that shit, that's on you. 
Don't I don't hear no whining, no crying. Don't come at me with the bullshit because for how many cycles have I been saying, you know, giving my opinion on certain shit? Now, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? You can't beat them, join them, and I'm I'm about to be the motherfucking ringleader. That's all I'm saying. To to the not everyone can beat Mara at tight end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Y'all gonna keep whining that shit. Go, go cry to your mammy, motherfucker. I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He a goddamn, what I call him, he a motherfucking uh, utility back, man. Put his ass all over the field, man. I got me fucked to, up. Um, <laughs> to both of y'all's points, just um, speaking about, you know, reaching out to the people that, like, know football and know scheme and shit. What motherfuckers would rather do is they'd rather dick ride the person that's doing it. Like, oh, God, like, he does this, he does that, and then they'll talk so shit. So they'll try to jump in and talk shit. <clears throat> I ain't helping you, bro. If you want to if you wanna ride the wave, you ain't getting no help from me. So, um, you know, this, and then the same people will be complaining about shit that happens to them and then trying to figure out how to stop it. So, you know, it's just like you had the ability, excuse me, you had the ability to be able to reach out and talk to people, but you also can't burn them bridges either and expect to get help. So if you know if you if you take the time to reach out to somebody and you put in the work in, that's different. But you're not just gonna get shit for free around here. And I think that's um that's the counter to your point, drama. Like you could you could really show somebody how to do all that stuff, and then what they gonna tell you, bro? Like what they they're not gonna put in no they're not gonna put in no um request for you to get X amount of content points. They're not gonna do none of that shit, bro. They're just gonna sit there and then they're gonna continue to laugh. So it, it's come to the point now where it's like. If you gonna ride the person regardless of what you know they're doing, then I'm not even there ain't no point in me helping you, bro. Figure it out on your own when you gotta play them twice a year. I feel like that was we, deep we got I feel like that that was deep rooted right there. Yeah, and we and we because we got we got inner circles, bro. Everybody got their own circle. Listen, you are the company you keep in PML, fam. If you all the play play dudes be together. I promise you that. All the play plays, all the people who, who don't know how to stop shit is all cool together. Like all the motherfuckers who who, who who scheme and really love this football shit, man, we got long ass DMs, long as hell, long ass conversations. Like, so at the end of the day, bro, ain't nobody got time to help. Nah, man. If, if you really care to stop some shit, then cool. And and you know who to talk to. And if you don't, Bro, ain't nobody got time to help you and tell and, and or or because we scared that this dude gonna go fifteen and two. Yeah, you go fifteen and two, but guess what? I'm glad you go fifteen and two because eventually you gonna run into me, that motherfucker who ain't gonna let you do that shit. And you gonna you gonna have a whole season of of doing that shit, thinking that shit was sweet, and then your ass gonna be one and none in the playoffs, fucking with me. Right, just like you know, not to beat a dead horse, but just. That that Dolphins offense, like, bro, if you had any scheme or creativity with that Dolphins offense, it's limitless to what you could do, especially with Coram now. It's limitless to what you could do and how you could take advantage of it. You should be able to see that offense. That's like the greatest show on turf type of offense right now in, in, in Miami. I don't care who's that quarterback because it's it's basically the user scene. Um, you know, Larry can make some throws. Now, Larry made a 70 yard bomb on fourth and two. Larry made a 70 yard bomb on fourth and two, bro, with the no blitz in his face. Down. I don't want to hear shit no more. 
I saw Larry make a 70-yard bomb to Waddle on fourth and two with the blitz coming down his fucking throat. It's 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 a it, but that's right. Like that offense, like there's not there's so much you could do. The fact that yeah, even you could even lose a game with that offense, and even the defense, you have a great defense as well to complement that. You shouldn't, you should not, and should not be losing most of your games because it's not just the fact that you have all these great players. You have so much speed on that offense that the game plan it just becomes super fucking easy, super fucking easy. The fact that he doesn't use like I'm, I thank God that he's not running some mesh with Tyreek Hill and fucking Jalen Waddle. He's not doing certain things with Tyreek. He's just running that corner streak combination. And if he he doesn't have the corner, he's gonna try to throw up that streak and hopefully Larry misses it because he could outrun pretty much every corner. And they used to have a, a, a O line problem, right? But HD took care of that fucking bitch. <laughs> and, and listen, I mean, to be fair, I mean, I don't think it did too much. And, and here's the thing: is just you know, saying we on Q here for sure. And the reason is, all and uh, Kieran said this earlier. You know, what I'm saying the games that he's won, he's won because of that souped up defense that was a result of him tanking year one, a uh, season one. And the and he's the only games that he's won are games where he's been able to take advantage of of unaware defenses that let him bomb over the top. You know what I'm saying? So any games that he's played where he's been forced to have to put offense out on the field and forced to have to put together a drive and forced to have to run more than you know six or seven plays in a drive, it's been bad for him because that's how limited his fucking offense is, and there's no excuses for it. There's no reason for it to be so. Limited with as many weapons as you have, bro. Like it's pathetic. How you not running? I mean, I ain't, I ain't gonna give nothing away, but it's just like it's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> that's that's why I told a line. I'm like, I got. But then again, he didn't listen when I like. I haven't seen him run a mesh concept uh, with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle yet. And we said we said it to him on the prediction show. It's like just get the ball in their hands, bro. Like all you have to do is give them the ball. And let them you you see what they do in real life. They have Tua throwing the ball. They know they ain't, they ain't really stretching the field. They got Tyreek uh, Hill going in motion. They got uh, Waddle taking slants to the house. Like there's so much you could do without being so you know pass happy with the deep ball that you could do with that team. That they're gonna get twenty yards rack. They're gonna get forty yards. They're gonna take it to the house. They're a home run hitter if you get the ball in their hands. But hey. Keep doing what you're doing. I don't care. Just keep doing what you're doing because it's making life easy. And I tell you right now, if he didn't have, if he didn't hit the jackpot with Foreman in the third round, he, his offense wouldn't be shit. And I told Drama that at the beginning of the season. Drama, I know you were, uh, you were saying, you know, giving Q his flowers, and you saw it immediately. I forgot who he lost to, but you saw it when he lost to that uh, that person. That his offense is limited when you have to force that motherfucker to throw the ball because it's so fucking limited. It, it really <laughs> I saw it when he played me. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. before he even, his first loss of the season wasn't to you. It was to somebody else that you saw when he played him, too. I forgot who it was. Yeah, yeah, but he got he to gotta get it together because he got Seattle next week. And don't be trying to with the motherfucking Dolphins and you got that first place schedule. That fourth place schedule had you feeling real good about yourself. You was top of the division. You know what I'm saying? Sitting comfortably in the AFC. But as soon as you got that first place uh, schedule, your ass is struggle city, boy. You better get that shit together out there, man. We on your motherfucking head. 
make you just gotta make you you if you don't beat you on offense, you're gonna have a good time. You're gonna have a lot of turnovers, you're gonna have a fucking joyous time. Because he can't beat you on off. He's not gonna be able to beat you on offense unless Corum gets going. That's the only fucking thing that he could beat you with. You let Corum get going, then it's a, it's gonna be a long game. Um but you know, uh let's dive into uh some of the games real quick. Anybody able to pull up my Madden? Yeah, I got it. All right. Um, actually, before we do that, uh, there was new suspensions that came out. Let's talk about the, the suspensions, and let's talk about the change at coach. Uh, we'll talk about the change at coach in a minute, but we're going to talk about the suspension. So we had the usage of AA yards. Now uh, it was voted in, I think, before the cycle. Now they have a half-season thing uh, where they do the usage and yardage, all that stuff, instead of just doing it towards the end of the season. How do you guys feel about just that in general, that, that we added that rule? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? How are you guys feeling about that rule? No? All right. Um, I, I think it's a good thing. So, I mean, at the end of the year, you guys that are – I mean, we got we see a lot less suspensions, and even if you do get suspended, you know, that same guy shouldn't get suspended again because, uh, you know, he's got to miss four games. Um. I mean, this specific announcement, I really didn't like, um, just because repeaters are supposed to get uh, double or whatever time added, and uh, three of those guys got away with just four games instead of you know five or six. But the rule itself is uh, the, the rule itself is. Yeah, because some of the some of the shit you see, like some of the eight yards and stuff like you that you you used to see at the end of the season, you have the guys that are aware that are like, all right, I'm between weeks twelve and fourteen. Let me bring it down a bit, even though I've been running this meta shit or doing this meta shit the whole time, taking advantage of this. And let me bring it down a bit in this game. Let me pick this game to bring it down a bit. Like, no, you can't do that. No more. You can't do that no more. Now it's half season, so you got to be aware of it all the time. And it's not so much, oh, uh, let me do it from X to X and then worry about it. Um, and it helps people get into the playoffs. It helps people take advantage of, uh, you know, matchups and their record towards the end of the season. How do you feel about a drama? Uh, I mean, I, I think it's good to, you know, just keep certain things in line and check with the league. You know what I'm saying? I've never been a guy that could ever get a player um, to abuse any of those um, statistics. So I don't know how guys are able to do it. You know what I'm saying? But um, just to continue to uh, create parity in the league and to not have guys talking about landing numbers, I think it's good to keep certain things in check. You know what I'm saying? But the guys who are the violators who get punished, you got to adjust. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's so, like, again, you can move your receivers around all, you know, with the pre play options. There's no reason for all your plays to be going to one guy. I mean, there's so much you can do to move your wide receivers around, move your running back into different places. Um, there's no need to be abusing, you know, one guy to try and, you know, dev them up. Work that ball around, man. Give everybody some love. You know what I'm saying? Well, let, and let me say, let me, can, can I say this about my, my part with, with AT Fair? Because y'all know me. I'm going to stand on what I do. Brandon Allen, I did it. Got my four games. I'm going to stand on it. Let me tell you the difference about me this time is that I really was so blown. But I did not know that he had. First of all, his share was thirty point nine or thirty one percent. Like if if three catches go another way to somebody else, he's not on the list. 
Like that's all, whatever. But my point is that I don't run plays for At Perry. Like to get him, he he's the he's the receiver who's open on these plays. He was thirty one percent. What I realized, and it's so funny, is that you got to know everything because the only reason this happened was because I ran I run the ball more than I did last season. See, last season he got he got he got uh suspended because of his air yardage because I was just throwing it deep. This year that didn't happen. He only got this because I run the ball more, so it was less attempts. See, because because I got two running backs with over sixty r- rushes. And, and I'm number three in the league in rushing. If I was number three in the league in rushing and I was number ten like I was last year and I threw it more AT wouldn't have thirty one percent. So it was so funny. It was like I, I I became more balanced and I and I got myself tagged for it because I just wasn't paying attention because I've never had the twenty nine percent share problem ever. So I never even noticed it. I forgot all about it. All I was thinking was air yardage because it's so funny. I just told Nip I had to make sure the air yardage got under. So I was giving him like slants and shit. The game before, and I'm like, I was fucking up his motherfucking share. I kind of liked Mally's idea. So, holding yeah, off yeah. suspensions until the end of the year. Um, I mean, JT can keep those names under wraps until the end of the year, and then, you know, drop the suspension list, but um, I, I kind of liked the idea of saving them for the end of the year, and then those guys get smacked at the playoffs. Because, I mean, just since we're talking about you, Kieran, just for an example, um, Perry, you know, he, he he would be the reason eventually, you know, you got to the playoffs. And then you get to the playoffs and you don't have those guys no more that helped you get there. But I think that's how you got to the playoffs. And then they're getting taken away because now – now Perry's going to be there for the playoffs because he got a midseason suspension. Here's the thing, though, HB. I think that's the reason why they adjusted the rule is because they didn't want guys in the playoffs not being able to be at full strength. You know what I'm saying? So, and and, and understand this: that we want we want guys to play sim, but at the same time, you don't want to handicap nobody. You know what I'm saying? So, I actually prefer the suspension to come midseason and give guys an opportunity because really, there's a handicap one too. Ultimately, the reason why we I think they changed it to the middle of the season was so that, you know, um, players wouldn't be putting up these unrealistic t- statistics. You mm-hmm. take a guy yeah. four games, you know what I'm saying, there's, there's less likely a chance that he's going to be able to break NFL records. And I think um, I, w- I don't want to I don't want to play Kieran without A.T. Perry. I don't want to play him and he got his running back is out and this guy is out. And then when I beat him. I got to hear all these motherfucking excuses. Nah, I want to have all these players, have all these people, you know what I'm saying, and, and still and, take that motherfucking edge. And, and at the end of the day, let me just say that I like when – I was happy when A.T. Perry got suspended, to be honest with you, because it gave me an opportunity. First of all, two of the games against the Steelers, so that doesn't even count. The The third game is the Bengals, and he's missing Quentin Skinner, so it's really a wash. You know, and then I'll probably miss him against the Giants the last game. But besides that, to me, it's really only a one game suspension. But that's neither here nor there. But but uh, but the reason why is because it's seeing this is just me. I'm a gangster with it. I like I like feeling like that now. I have to go in and really play versus seeing something open. And what I said the same thing about Bubba when he played the Dolphins. I said not having Quez Watkins and Bijan. Robinson makes him play better, makes you play better. Because if you a real dog, it make you be like, let me really read this shit and show you got me fucked up. 
And, and I love to have those opportunities to show that you got me fucked up. And I'm going to show you got me fucked up. Yeah, I know. I know. The main reason was those. Though you know how what is it? Weeks fourteen through eighteen, you you get to week uh, you know, eleven, twelve, thirteen, and guys are trying to get their stats down. So now you're getting more unrealistic gameplay. Um, I know that was a big part of that midseason um thing. But I mean, also, I was gonna say, and also a big part is what I, what you kind of were alluded to is. They also don't want you – they want you to be able to use other things to get to the playoffs. They don't want somebody that just spams said player until week 12, um, and then at week 12, they know the things – they know the uh, usage and stuff's coming, so they, they start to feed other people to just get, get those numbers even. Now you got to do it all throughout the year, and you can't just spam one player and lead you into the playoffs. Like, Blake Forum. Like, you can't just hand the ball off to Blake Corum on season um, and at week 12 say, all right, I'm going to sit him for, like, th two, three games. I got a weak part of my schedule. Let me sit him, and I'll just use uh, Chase Edmonds or whoever, and I'll still be able to get by, and then I'll have Blake Corum no problem. Now you got to worry about it all throughout the, the season as far as usage and stuff like that. Yeah, I like that. I, I, like, I, like, I like it way better during, in the middle of the season just because – First of all, it actually helps you out because, like me, I, now I don't have to worry about AT Perry at all because he's going to miss four games, and 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 and, and what four games we're going to get another eighty receptions from from four different players, you know, or five, eight different players going to have 80, 60 receptions, and that's going to take him all the way out of the out of the share for the end of season. So. It actually, to me, it actually helps me out because it gives me an opportunity to work without him also, which makes it to where when he does come back and is getting close to playoff time, he becomes like an added bonus, and I've already know how to do it without him. So now adding to with him just makes me even more powerful. But like I said, so I, I like it, actually. I, I actually love it, and I just love to see everybody riled up about it, too. So to that point, I, I think it works that works for you because you your scheme is not dependent on one player you know what i'm saying like yeah. you you're able to get around and scheme different guys open and do different stuff because like your offense was never predicated on the fact that oh i got a motherfucker out here i could just throw jump balls to and we just gonna we just gonna work that way it, it was um the real issue comes from people that spam guys and that's their that's their mo i'm spamming guys for um for devs i need to get them abilities i need this i need that when you take those guys away from them, that's when they start to struggle. So I think um, I like how the suspensions are coming midseason, but and, and it's also like you can just see the drop off of who needs what and how players are doing, um, how people are depending on certain guys. So I'm a, I'm a fan of the midseason suspension. I, I say all that to say that. Yeah, I just want to get your opinion on it. Now let's talk about you know who's on the suspension list. So for for the eighty twenty. We had two running backs. We had Nick Chubb, who's suspended for four games. The New Browns user already getting suspended, as well as not competing. How you get Nick Chubb suspended while losing every single fucking game you played. Um, and then you got Bajan Robinson, who's going to serve four games after he's done serving eight for already missing his suspension that he already had. So you might as well retire Bajan Robinson at this point. Um, and it's, it's not a surprise to see... Uh, on this list because you know now you know what you should do you should trade you should trade he should trade B. John. do like i did 
I got Joe Mixon suspended. I traded him in the offseason to the Giants. And my next running back took the suspension. But shit, it's all good. At least I got something for Joe Mixon that I can use. And that was a safety. You better learn from me, buddy. JT was really a little messed up when I did that because he was he was like, you got over. But hey, if it's not a rule, trade Bijan in the offseason and let your your new start or best running back take the suspension and just draft two. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you no, make that if you probably. get res- you get suspended, you get a suspended no trades list. Yeah, well, you you need to add that to the rule because I'm telling you what I did. Joe Mixon got a four game suspension. I traded him to the Giants, and that's when I drafted Bijan. But I drafted Bijan and Will Shipley, so Bijan took his suspension, and Will played the four the four games. But but with Bijan, I was able to get Brian Branch, who was my superstar safety. And so he can uh, probably get something for Bijan. Yeah, yep. he, he definitely can. Uh, but it was yep. funny because uh, Bijan got that was suspension, but you uh, you tried to pull a, you tried to pull one pull one on uh, JT signing by signing yeah signing the best running back so he had a high overall and he thought that the high overall running back no was no no get no 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 wait 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 can I say some first that was the first plan <laughs> that was the first plan but let me say that worked. It was actually I got overruled by the rule book because the yeah, rule book yeah, yeah. said best running back and he and JT hated how easily I, I I did that. So he created a rule which he never does. Normally he goes by the book. He created a rule on the fly versus me. Yeah. Have, 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 have you ever seen JT do that? Well, though, and, and he was also kind of unique because the guy that gets suspended is normally your best player. Like yeah. overallize your your used player, like use Hefe for example. Two weeks ago, getting Henderson getting suspended, he's like, "Oh, he's not my starting." You know, Zeke's better. Zeke's this, Zeke's that. But we know Henderson's your starter. It's kind of like that. But going into a new season, you got three new running backs. He probably didn't know what the fuck to do. You signed, yeah, no, you, no. Two, you signed one, and he's just like, "Well, fuck." Well, he and so he had to use his common knowledge, which the common knowledge was. You got Bijan, who you drafted in the first round, the fourth pick. You got Will Shipley, who you drafted in the fifth round. And you got Devin Singletary, who you got before week one. You care about Bijan. He's suspended. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. I'm not mad at that. I'm just saying, let, let the record show that Mr. JT, who's Mr. You, uh, we got to keep the rules until somebody makes a different rule, actually did a rule in season on me. You know what? Bro, I think he honestly, does. I, I think he doesn't like you because when you were bullying HD, he stepped in and protected HD. I'm starting to think he doesn't like you. So that's oh, of course, of course, he you don't. But you know, we've been we've been begging him to do that for for cycles. Though there's so many times where that stuff's kind of that kind of stuff has happened, and uh, not that specifically, but like you, a point where you know a rule should be made right now for this. And he's like, oh well, no. you know, we'll figure it out, and then you know. He finally did it when you did that, but I mean, again, it is kind of a weird circumstance. But we've been begging him to do that shit for fucking years now. Yeah, and, and to say what you know to, to talk about JT to have an HD side over me, JT. All I gotta say is keep 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 God in your life, fuck boy. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna uh, be rounds in two years, bitch. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, next suspension, the air yard. Anybody want to talk about the usage uh, about Bijan and Bubba and um, Dick Chubb and the Browns sucking dick? Any, say, anybody uh, want to say something? I was surprised to see Chubb on there just because of the fact that everybody said that he don't run the ball for shit. 
So he just wasn't yeah, getting. Whenever, whenever, whenever he runs you know, the ball, it's usually Nick Chubb. He doesn't run it with anybody else. That's the issue. So like, like that's all it says. But like, how do you suck at running the ball and still get your running back suspended? You got the best running back. And you got one of the worst run games. This is ridiculous. He hasn't even won a damn game. I was I was awful last cycle and still had Chubb in the top five every season. Like that's crazy. I it was past tense wasn't necessary in that. Um, the next suspension was uh, Miko Hardman. And the Chiefs uh, going over 18.5. Another newcomer to the league, uh, sir, uh, this guy, Mally, who just got the Chiefs, um, already getting suspended. All these these newcomers getting suspended. Hey, it's not a good look. If Hardman would have been suspended like, at the beginning of the year like he was supposed to, this wouldn't have happened. So this is kind of a, an IOU suspension um, for the usage from last year from Jack. Since Mally took over, Hardman didn't get the suspension. But now Mally just got him suspended for four games. So. It's kind of like a whole big circle. Yep. And uh, not to stop there, we, uh, I know nobody wants to talk about Mally and the Chiefs because it's Mally and the Chiefs. Not okay. to stop there, we, not, we had another new guy get suspended uh, in our uh, reception chair. Uh, we had the Bengals with uh, Quinn Skinner get suspended four games. You had the Cowboys and Malik Knowles, what a surprise, get suspended four games. Hey, he didn't have Knowles or Henderson. Oh nope. man! And 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 I think CD Lamb was injured for a little bit. I don't know if he's hurt. hurt. I think he's hurt for another like two three weeks. Yep. So he has nobody. Um, then you have uh, At Perry and the Ravens um, four games, and then you have last but not least the Eagles user and his running back, his running back having a legal a legal share amount due to his receptions. I said he lost by point zero one percent. That's how he got caught, I think he said. Point zero one. Jesus. Yeah. So, that's uh, that's why. He did say if he would have pulled week nine or whatever it was, he wouldn't have got the suspension because he got it down, but he didn't know that it was random. Um, I'm not surprised new guys are on here. I mean, Mally, you know, whatever. It is what it is. You know, the, those other guys. F.A., not a surprise. He gets suspended every season, but. The new guys is kind of, a, I mean, you kind of expect just because it, it's some, it's different. You don't see this in other leagues. You you come yeah. here, you you're coming here just to just to play competitive sim football, and you don't expect to have air yardage rules and shit like that in the middle of the year. So I mean, that that no knock to them, I guess. I mean, it, it, it's new, it's different. Yeah. So um, you know, new guy Mally getting his four games, and then the rest of them. Um, anything else anybody want to say before we move on to the replacement? No, yeah. Speaking of suspensions, just to bring up Henderson again and now Knowles, can we stop giving Hefe the time of day every time he wants to suggest a rule because he can't follow the ones we have in place? He, dude, every single time he gets suspended, he's got to he's got to bring up a new rule. This needs change. This needs this, and and everyone's like entertaining it. It's like, bro, he does this every single season. Why are, why are we still having this conversation? Fefe is a lawyer. Fefe is a lawyer, and he gets, he gets, he gets out there. No, dude, just quit talking to Hefe on suspensions week when his name pops up, because it's fucking pointless. Well, Hefe is a lawyer, and he will defend himself every single time. So uh, I, I, I don't expect anything less. Now, if people jump on board, people jump on board. But just don't entertain it. That's on us. We got to do better as a league to entertain that dumb shit. 
I mean, we entertain my dumb shit, your dumb shit, athletes' dumb shit. We entertain. We try. We try to keep entertained for the most part. So I really don't blame it. Um, now we had one team change. There should have been two team changes. I don't. I, Cammy came in and defended. There's no reason his boy should still be. Should have been there's three. There's no. There. There is no reason. If you want to throw a rod in that, the the thing with a rod is of, a lot of people want to throw a rod in there. The, the thing with A-Rod that, that kind of gets me... Real quick, can we just have a healthy conversation about how the majority of us agree that A-Rod should not be in the league? I know that's why I'm not, I'm not, I don't have nothing against the guy, but... Exactly. It's not got to do with him as a person. He makes it seem as though I'm the only one who says this. When it's, it's a consensus league-wide that he just should not be here because he is not in any kind of a position to be able to compete with the rest of the league. Can can I just get just those of us who are in the show right now? Can we just go around and everybody just acknowledge that I'm I'm not the only one who says this? So here's the healthy healthy uh, point of view on it. It's not that he's losing. It's not that you know he I don't like him. This guy don't. It's that. He's not getting any better, and that's no, that's no the thing. There's no improvement, and I don't know how much he's trying to improve. I even reached out, and I don't know if it's just out of disrespect. I even reached out as like I'm trying to help you. I'll try to help you the best I can, and he never really. He said, "Oh, you know, cool." I'll, I'll and never really followed up with it. So it's like, are you are you actively trying to get better? And, and can we see that? Because we haven't been able to see that, and that's that's really the the the, the downside to it. Like you got to ju- just show something that you're gonna either change what you're doing, um, you know, switch up something, show a little nothing. We're just not seeing anything. That's the only that, reason. I'm seeing it. And that that's really all it is. And I know, like, he's gonna hear me and drama say it just immediately. You know talk shit to us because he doesn't like us, but I mean, it's really all it is. We just, you you just, you haven't there, okay, because I'm going to say you haven't been competitive, and people are like, oh, well, you only won five games. He's won one game in his last 27 games. That's not, and it's probably more than that going into season one. I'm only counting this season and last season. I think he's one in nine, one in eight, something like that, so, and you know, you're one in 17, so he, he's at, he's around one in um, you know, 24 through 27 range through his last 30 games. And it's just like that, that's all. Like so, there's no improvement or nothing. And um, I mean, I, I've had personal. I guess I'll say I've had I've had beefs with multiple people, and it's gone beyond Madden before. But I've never asked for them to get removed, just cause, just cause, really. So that's kind of where I'm going. Just like it, it's it's mostly just a main gameplay thing. I don't give a fuck about your sports book, your knockout. Your fucking life at home. You just suck at fucking Madden. You can't win a game. That's really I'm not even gonna go that. I'm not going that far and say it's just that I don't. It's hey. like you're not showing that you care enough to get better. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not. Honest, yeah, you don't yeah. Care yeah. He can. He can. He can definitely get better. But I think I can speak on this the most since I'm in his division, and I can honestly say, A Rod has not gotten any better since season one. Nothing. It's only comp. Let me tell you something. 
let me tell you something about A-Rod. When you play A-Rod, as long as you know what the meta is, that's what's coming. I was dying laughing when I was playing him because I said, look at this DB fire too. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, look at Spinner. Ooh. He's <laughs> ran the same stuff since he joined. So, 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 so I can honestly say nothing about, about as I, I just played him yesterday. There was no resistance playing with Tom Brady versus Kenny Pickett. There was no difference. Tom Brady got his ass pulled the same way Kenny Pickett got his ass. Let me tell you the difference at A-Rod. I'm going to tell you the difference at A-Rod. And this is a trash difference. But, Drama, you ready to hear the difference in A-Rod now versus season one? Go ahead. Go ahead. A-Rod's difference is that he's playing not to get blown out. Like, he's running the ball to, uh, uh, as many times as he can, and he's playing the punt. And he's playing to kill the clock. Like, when I first when I put, when season one, oh, he'd come out there gunning and fuck around and could lose 73 to two. But now he like, oh, I got, I, I don't want to get blown out. So he'll, he'll, he'll put, he don't give a fuck if he punt. He just want a three, four minute drive just to give you less possessions. That's the difference between him now is that he's playing not to get beat by 50. <laughs> like, you know, I had high hopes for him because he had six wins season one, five, six wins. And but then, then it kind of caught up to him. Yeah, and then he won 0 17. And then no, he went, nobody, no, now nobody he's caught up to him. Everybody got used to the game. Yeah. Everybody got used to the game. It wasn't. No, 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 no. caught up to him, but he, 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 what he does caught up to him. Like, he doesn't change. Um, but you know, I, I want to. That, that so, is a top five defense. No, 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 no. What the defense? Listen, y'all. It's season one. He's been playing online head to head, and everybody else hadn't. So he got six wins. Now everybody has caught up, and his online head to head doesn't matter. That's all the difference. What do you? What's the only thing you can play when you haven't been playing franchise? Online head to head. Season one, he had at least thirty Played online head to head games when when everybody else wasn't playing. <laughs> like, that's been the only difference. A Rod sucks. A Rod is terrible. And 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 until y'all get him out this league, I will always have great numbers for two games, and I'm always gonna do it. I promise you this: Miles is way better than A Rod. The, the the week before PMO started, I think CEO had almost 200 games played in head to head. So. <laughs> Crazy! So, <laughs> the guy. Hey, right now, if you go look, I bet you he's around 400 games played. I fucking bet you. So, um, so I wanna, I wanna say this about, you know, one uh, question, uh, thing was that was eye opening when I DM'd him. It's like I, I noticed that, you know, you like to throw a lot of, you like to throw slants. Like, what do you, what do you, why you, why you, why, why is slants your go to? Oh, it's, you know, I have it set my audible, so whenever I audible, it's mainly slants. And the, like, the generic audibles, where it's yeah, I'm like, and like a dive you and, then a and a deep shot. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, you haven't even put enough thought into your your gameplay to even mess with your playbook a little bit. Who, like, you who, who said this? That was here though, because him, 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 and JC who, are cool, who, and like that ain't bothering. Who said nobody. this? A Rod. You really believe that? First of all, you really believe that? You, you really that. believe that he ever said? No, I'm talking about Neff. You really believe that, that A Rod didn't say the audibles? 
A-Rod said audibles, but when you've been getting your ass whooped and you're one of 16, you have to say that you haven't been doing something to give anybody hope that you can actually be better. He's done all that. He's just trash. I mean, I, I watch him, and the fact that he's got slants as uh, audible and it's the first audible, just like in every, every generic playbook, it's kind of like, are you, like, what is going on? Like, why are you even going this? Like, what about slants? Like, so I, don't, I, I don't, I hate slants. Because he, <laughs> like, he throws pigs. Because he throws pigs, so he got slants. Something he can do quick. He throws slants pigs. would be a really good thing. <laughs> yeah, they are. I, I used to call slants all the time last uh, last cycle, and it worked. You did. You did. It fucking worked. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. The whole, the whole not doing your audibles thing, you know, I, I, I think it's bullshit. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, what I need, what I need from somebody, but what, what I need from somebody for A Rod is I need somebody to come in chat and say, A Rod's been talking to me. He's been trying to get better. I, just something. Show me something that he's been trying to yeah, either. You, yeah, you asked that, and you're going to get FA and Greeny in chat telling you that. Yeah, exactly. And A Rod, let's be honest, y'all. That's not A Rod likes. Yeah, let's be honest, y'all. A Rod. Likes to GM more than he likes to play. Let's be, let's cool, keep the bug. Offline, he, he need, like, offline. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what will be amazing. Let's, let's, let's be honest. The most amazing thing ever will be A Rod steps down and, and takes the job as the GM of the Texans and and the GM of of drama for the rest of his PML career. Now we might have something. Let drama play and let A Rod GM. <laughs> the, hey, the ultimate alliance. Nah, that might be the best. That might be one of the best assembled teams in PMO history, bro. <laughs> hey boy, yeah. hey boy, hey they'll be arguing like shit, drama the screen. I don't need him. Yeah, you do, motherfucker. I got him. I, I yeah, traded yeah. for him anyway. It's done. It's like, oh, hey, fuck around. A Rod would fuck around and fire drama. I'm like, listen, I need a new coach that's gonna listen to what I say. We kind of already had that last cycle when SP Dot took over the Jets because SP Dot really hasn't shown he can build a team. Now that he's kind of got something going, but it's something he should have did season one if he was going to do it. But now he's kind of got something going, but he really can't build a team either. Um, but yeah, that, that is a good one. Damn, you got something to say about that? If you, if you just look at it, I mean, look at SP Dot with the Bears now, not winning as many games as he did with that Jets team. Oh, but, but yeah, well, it. y'all don't remember I was the first person to say it. That shit is different. That Jets team was stacked as fuck, bro. But do y'all remember it? It was what Stingley, Kyle Hamilton, James Williams, bro. They had all the motherfuckers. Right, he had Will Anderson too. Will <laughs> Will Anderson, Will Anderson, Kyle and Will Anderson, Kyle, James Williams, Derek Stingley. Come on, y'all. He also had Arian Smith because Wumbo traded him. Um, he, he was able to get picked two for Elijah Moore and a backup corner. So I, I looking, looking back at draft uh, the draft one, I traded Will Anderson for Keely Ringo and Michael Mayer. If, if I look back at it, because Anthony Richardson goes Wait, one. He gave, gave Q a single handed defense. Yeah, I mean, 
Man, Nick just won his massage. Nick won his balls massage. Okay, listen, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and say it because Nip needs this to feel good today. Killing Ringo is the best cornerback in PML. I look at his card, and I, and I have confirmed. There's no there's no cornerback I would take over Killing Ringo right now. There's not not even a close. Killing Ringo is the best corner in football. But I, what I also will say, Will Anderson makes the most some amazing plays. But oh, if yeah, you take Michael open. Mayer and Michael Mayer and Ringo, I definitely would take over Will Anderson. But singular, give me Will Anderson over Ringo, and it's only because Ringo can only affect the game when the ball is thrown him or taking receiver away. Will Anderson affects the run game, the pass game, everything. Oh, yeah. I watch him wreak havoc. So that's the only reason. It's only because the position in Madden and in, 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 in Russia position takes a different. But if you take them both, I definitely would take them both over Will Anderson. Neff did a great thing. Neff, if you just take his season one moves as an A-plus GM, once you put Najee Harris and Blake and, and Cooks in, he goes in a C-plus, maybe C-minus. Najee Harris was the worst trade in PML this cycle. And and there's nothing else to say about it. He has the best trend and the worst trend. He Chris, used the only trend with HD because that's his best trend. So Chris Jones for one overall is worse, I think. Honestly, yeah. I think I think Najee is your James Robinson this cycle. Yeah, it's a, it was the worst and move I made. It's, it's, it's the worst thing I've done. I'm gonna tell you that you were stupid because I told you. You didn't like him last cycle. Why trade for him? And you're like, oh, he's going to be so good. He's going to be so good. He did hate him. I forgot about that. He hated Najee, bro. He just worked with him. I told him, I said, bro, don't trade. Do not make this trade. And he's like, oh, dude, he's going to be so good. I was top three in Russian. I think yeah, but you hated Najee, bro, bro. I remember that nobody else. I, what, I, what I hated about Najee is I couldn't get a, a speed upgrade, and I hated his abilities. But other than that, he was a good back. Hurdle motherfuckers. They're all going to try to low hit you because you're a power bag. Just hurdle them. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to remember that. That's a bit. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm going to ahead. <laughs> I'll, I'll be laughing at today. <laughs> uh... But Z, you want to touch on the uh, Steelers thing? Uh, yes or no? I mean, y'all What's pretty much. Yep, y'all pretty much covered everything. All right. So wait, 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 wait. Everyone in this room agreed. Wait, 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 wait. Before, before we, we move on, everybody agree. But before we move on, I want to go around the room. If you play in the Steelers, who, what, what, what player stats you get right? Texans oh. drama. Who you get right? My prepared. Okay, okay, okay. HD, who are you getting right? You find you find the Steelers. Uh, it's got to be Keenan Allen, bro. He's got to keep his dev. Okay, all right. Neff, who are you getting right? You play the Steelers. Yeah, Bowman. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Z, you you play the Steelers. Who are you getting right? DJ Stroud got to have a career hey. day, bro. Okay, okay, okay. Doesn't matter. Now we can move on. Well, you got one more game. Who, who are you getting right? Worthy. Huh? Oh no, Worthy actually got hurt. Uh, I got AT Perry and Worthy oh, yeah. here. I've been trying to keep him, keep it on the low so they won't stack the box. <laughs> but, uh, but uh Addison, Addison is definitely gonna have a would have another great game. Or no Braylon Allen. We we gotta get that Braylon Allen again. 
All right, so uh, who's getting right against the Browns? Because I agree, I think he's another person that should have been replaced. And I know you said he's not as – you said he's better than A-Rod, but I still think he's so far behind. Um, it'd be nice if PML had like a G League to kind of I mean, get guys up tell you, speed. He's, he's better than A-Rod, but this is the thing about him. The thing about him is he does not know how to play 40 minutes yet. He actually plays nine good minutes for 40. Nine good ones. If he can so just play, play thirty five, thirty, he would be okay. Did huh? you say he's got a good defense, but his offense is shit? Oh no, hell no! I said he has a good passing game. His defense is pure dog shit. He has yeah, a good bro. passing game. He has a good passing game. He has a good passing game. Like he has good concepts in passing. I've seen it. he has good concepts in passing when he but but he does not play. He he gets clicked out. And you know one thing about PML, y'all. You, you have to play 40 minutes. You have to adjust to knowing how to play 40 minutes. I feel like that's the biggest thing nobody ever understood, underestimates. Is 40 minutes, an hour, and five minutes is what I always say. It always takes an hour and five to ten minutes. It's a I long time. And he has to adjust, bro. And, and But he is better than A-Rod. But A-Rod could beat him because at least A-Rod will play 25 minutes to his team. <laughs> um, um, but you know, with the Browns, the one thing, like, I don't even think this would be a good conversation if he he brought, he had the same energy when he first came in throughout his whole losing streak. And now he just comes in and brings up some random shit in the hey, world. Instead of, instead of talking, talking Madden and talking PML, he's bringing up some random shit in the world. Like, we want to hear about it when Not he's sitting there at 0 17 and he says one thing once a week. It's like, you ain't even doing anything. I don't even care about your fucking energy. Just do something. I don't just come in and ta tag tag somebody and say hi or something. Just just do something because you don't talk, you don't play, you don't do nothing. No content. Bro, it, I haven't heard from this dude since we scheduled our game. <laughs> like, and I'm just like, oh, there's no yeah, like Z said, there's no you. You're not even tagging on Cammy's content or nothing. That's supposed to be your boy. And in my opinion, I feel bad for Cammy because you brought him in. And he ain't doing shit. And now it's like, well, Cammy can't bring nobody in because look, we got Miles. It was, and it, 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 here's the thing: if, if you know, if you realize this, JT now has to think more about it because Miles was the most active Carousel member when he didn't have a team, and then he gets a team, starts losing, and he is the most inactive uh, member uh, with a team at this point. Um, when he first came in, he was every single day he was in the chat talking PML. Even when he first got the team for a couple of days after he's got his ass blown Ooh. out, it was a little different. Hey, no, no, wait. You know what? This makes sense. I remember remember JT was looking for that doc dude. I think he was supposed to take the Browns. And since he bounced, he had nobody to replace him with. I think that and my, my, and then Miles might have been just been the, the backup for that. Yeah, I think I think Miles just sticking around is because Doc Doc isn't here. But I don't know anybody else that's sitting in the. I, we all just wanted LQ back, and I don't think there's anyone else we really give a shit for. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, and I'm gonna tell y'all right now that Doc wants to do it in the tryout room. Doc was a good, really good. Doc Doc, Doc would have been perfect for those Browns because I'm telling you, I played Doc, you know, and I beat Doc, but Doc's beating me as well. He uh, he's very conservative. When I tell y'all he would be perfect for this league because he plays so conservative. He doesn't take no shots and he plays the whole game. I, I, I played him with eight-minute quarters, and he, and he plays the whole game and he plays smart. He plays real conservative, real football. 
And I can tell you that at worst, he would be a, a, a 500 player, but probably fringe playoffs. I, I believe, you know, you never know. They said that DBJ dude in the tryout room is really good. I'm surprised he didn't get a, an immediately, uh, immediate call up. Um, out of uh, that he'd be, he'd be interested to go into that division with the AFC North. If where he, did he come? Where did he, where what league did he come from? U, I think UGL, I think. I think yeah, UGL. Yeah. Is, has, can anybody vouch for cuz or are we no, just greeny? Yeah, they all said he was good. And we need it, man. Listen, if malls ain't gonna get better, then fuck it. I promise you, bro, but get A right out of there too, man. I want tough people in my division. Bro, iron sharpens iron, man. I, I, like, I don't know why people be, like, in the chat saying, well, the AFC North is this, you got this. Like, bro, I didn't pick this motherfucker. I be just talking shit. Man, I'm a competitor, bro. I'm a, like, I just want y'all to know, I'm that Kobe shit. I'm that Jordan shit, nigga. I want to fight. I want to I wanna get in there. I want to get bloody. Like, that shit, I got to make A-Rod games interesting. Like, having an early 2000s MTV playlist for it. Like I wanna have fun. Like, like I want I, I wanna fight. I wanna scrap. Like I love me and Cammy games. We be in that old boxing. <laughs> oh, uh, but it, 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 you know, that division is lacking lacking some uh competitiveness, uh for sure. Um but it, you know, you brought up LQ H D and that's the one person that did get into the league and replaced Kurt. Which was actually a surprise uh, to me. Kurt backed out. Kurt backed out. He's got internet problems. Man, yeah, yeah, he man. backed out. But it was a surprise that he, you know, it kind of came out of nowhere. He didn't really. Yeah. He, well, he didn't really. You can't too much. Yeah. <laughs> man, man, Kurt, man, start calling him season now, Kurt. Listen, let's be honest about Kurt's internet problems. Kurt was getting his motherfucking head beat in. He was one <laughs> seven with the motherfucking oh, Detroit Lions. Yeah. So, yeah, now his internet wasn't working no more. I ain't trying to hear yeah. this shit, bro. Nah. That, boy, that boy was I hopped out of the frying pan into the fire, made them trades and fucked his cap space up, and that shit didn't pay off. And he was like, you know what? Ah, good old internet problems, and now his ass is gone. So welcome, yeah. Noble. Hopefully, Noble yeah. can we revert that that DAC contract that the CPU. No, made. we get, no, we got to, bro. That's not fair. We, and, and, and I just want to say, away. JT, when you gonna realize Kurt gonna play a season and a half? When you gonna realize this? Ooh. When you gonna realize Kurt gonna play Kurt. a season and a half? Hashtag stop bringing back Kurt. Yeah, when you gonna realize that, JT? Right. Come on now, come on now. He, he plays, and I love Kurt, but Kurt is season and a half. Kurt, and you know Kurt, because I love Kurt, but I, I ain't a motherfucker who's oblivious and, and just don't know what the hell's going on. Kurt, Kurt be one and six talking about 11 and six sounds good. Well, if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> you you would have loved Kurt two years ago when Jose was here. Him him and Jose, they were called Cose because they just went together. One was in chat, the other was. They, they still was not in all time. And, and uh, that, that was the best Kurt. Gameplay-wise, chat-wise, that was the best Kurt. He was just running that, um, he was just running that middle high-low glitchy-ass Oh, play. not even that. He the was running... He was in single back, um, single back. I think like wide trips or some shit like that. It was the same um, play action where the slot receiver did that little janky post where they did like the hesitation and then go upfield, or uh, the outside guy did that, and he would just yeah. bomb it to fucking scary Terry the entire time, and that that was his offense. He threw seventy picks a year. I mean, he still does. <laughs> but 
Bro, that's where it originated. Hey, can I ask y'all something? Oh, how good, he, how he good is Noble? Did. He still did. How good? Because I, I heard Noble's real good, man. Like, I, I, I said it in chat yesterday. I was hoping Noble came to the AFC North, took over the Steelers before our game. Because I was like, man, I was like, man, because I, I would love to play. Man, I would love a young buck in my league just because they push you and they make you better and they show you shit you didn't see. That's why I love playing high Mike. So I was hoping Noble came to my division. But uh, he, he ran I can't the, wait uh, to see him three cycles ago. Uh, See, you know, I, 12 and 4 every year. I, I some like Noble, um, he his level of competitiveness, uh, like he's still solid, but it dropped when the running changed. When that swerve running was gone, he 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 was struggled to run the ball, and then he used the Bears as, as an excuse. Couldn't really build them either. I mean, because he's like T Bandit. He ended up with he ended up with me and Cook, and we weren't going. So the next year, I think. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I wasn't fucking. See, we y'all wasn't fucking. <laughs> nah, bro, <laughs> we won't go. So, um, the next year, I think uh, he started in, and then he got real busy with baseball. He's a college baseball player, um, so he just dropped off there. But now he's back, so we'll see. Um, we'll yeah, I'm see. happy he's back. I mean, apparently, he looked real good against the Titans. Blew, blew out. Uh, oh, that's back, bro. He was getting off. Wait, wait, wait. They you already played. guys are playing today. Right. The Titans, right. yeah, he, but now he, he plays Nep this week. Oh, they, they ain't played. They played today, I think. But he blew, he blew Bubba the fuck out, bro. Wait, wait. Oh, he yeah. already played the game, man? Yeah, yeah he played. Game. He, he played play, right. his first he, hour. Right. He beat yeah, he Bubba. He played bad. Bubba during the prediction show. He was, they were playing during, during the prediction he show. Bubba. No, no, no. no they, they, you know, uh, Mike and him were doing a podcast while yeah, he was playing Bubba. Oh, no, bro. But, you know, there's no disrespect for young punks. You disrespectful young punks. I've seen them do that before. Hey, boy. Them, them motherfuckers. Hi, Mike and Noble are the treacherous twins. Yeah, they, they, they were doing that, that thing that they were doing uh, last cycle. He's like, oh, we're bringing that back. And then Noble's first game, you hear Hi, Mike jump in his party. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he was already up 20 at this point. He was up, he won by uh, 41, 46. Yeah, yeah he, he blew his back. He blew his so back out all, so while, all while taking an interview. So why y'all talking? So why are we talking about that? What do you What do y'all think, uh, Bubba? Do you think Bubba needs to go back to a top heavy team next, next cycle? I think Bubba I, needs a break. I, I Bubba, need, I can't believe he's well. I can, but I can't. It's like, bro, stop getting suspended. But Bubba needs to um, care about his team because he hate he hated getting the Titans. He did not want the Titans, and that was apparent no, I, immediately. He had him. The team sucks, and he already had them. So I mean, I, I kind of feel him. Yeah, he he he, he, I mean, he, I, I, he, I think he loathed this season. He traded Derrick Henry, and then he didn't put any work into Malik Willis. So when you do that, and your quarterback, is not where, well, your quarter, yeah, well, your quarterback's not where he needs to be, and it's season three, and all you really got to show for it is Quez Watkins and Bijan Robinson. Of course, you're gonna hit your team. Yeah, he, he he's just I I what? I, I kind of. But so you so do y'all think would y'all like to see Bubba back with the Bills? Do y'all think the, the I've heard oh, that the no, league no, is, no, he can't get the Bills. Nope. I, I've, nope. I've heard I've heard I'm just saying what I've heard. Wait, wait, let me just say what I've heard. I've heard the league is better when Bubba's competitive. And when he had the Bills, oh. it was fun, it was it was fun to watch him be competitive. I'm I'm saying, saying, the one thing cheesy with it though. If you could be I good and not cheesy, cool. I, I say give him the Bills because the Bills aren't gonna be that nasty next year. They, I think the not. guys. I think the guys that need to care about their team 
I would probably let them just pick their team, to be honest, and just go from there. But I'm not giving up the Bills again. No, he just he, – he gets in his own way. He gets suspended. He gets easy with the Bills. He got him, yeah, he had him two cycles. He had him last cycle and three cycles ago. And he cannot stop getting suspended with them. And just to save himself, that's why I wouldn't give him the Bills. I agree with that. I would let him pick his team, though. I would let him uh, pick his know, team, but that's what it you, took. You know what I'd like to see now that I'm even thinking about uh, How about we give now the Bengals – Right now, no. Let's give right. Neff next season the Bengals. <laughs> let's give Neff a fearless Joe Burrow, a number one receiver, and let's see Neff go to work. How All you right, like that, I'm man? In. I'm in. Um, I'm in. I just now uh, and then there's that added pressure that if I don't live up to Cam- uh, Cammy's uh, hype, then yeah. I'm I'm fucking dog shit. Well, yeah, that's what you got to deal with, buddy. Um. I'm all for it. I'm all for whatever team. Uh, get me out of the gutter. I don't care. Put me back in the gutter. It, it is what it is. Uh, I'll do whatever I have to do. That's what I do. What? Why I always like a different team, and why I, I don't. I really don't care. Besides, I I chose the Patriots pretty much this year, and I pushed for them. Is I like to build. I like to scheme and think about how I'm gonna use a certain team based on the plays I have. And I think that's where the fun and Madden and team building come is when you build on the strengths that they already have in place. Do you switch it up? Yeah. How do you how are you gonna scheme around the strengths that they have? Like that that's the fun to me. So that's why I really don't care what team I get. And that's why I always want a different team. I don't like to have the same team because then there's really no you already know what you get. Um just, oh, I don't know, I think just I mean, I'm cool with the, just the whole, like, caring about your team thing. Like, um, I, I like the whole – because that's how, that's how the favorite team started. Um, was that, 20? Um, you know, I know um, – what's his fate? Natural had a big-ass problem with it, but, I mean, it made the league better. And um, it just – it makes guys care. Like, well, so what about the Niners? Oh, that's got to go. Um. <laughs> no, I tell you right now, uh, that is Ant Dog not wanting the Niners. He was sick of his own team. I don't remember him saying he doesn't want them. He did not want them. He was really up. He made it apparent that he was upset that he got, got the Niners. He said it is what it is, but I didn't want no, the Niners. No, I wasn't. That. He wanted the Ravens. He wanted the Ravens. Yeah, he wanted the Ravens too. I told JT I don't want the Browns, and I was still upset I didn't get the Browns. Mm-hmm. I, like I just my thing is though, and, and to your point, if that is the case though, look at like I would have looked at last cycle and how he traded everybody in his cornerstone pieces, and just like okay, he don't want them, he's just gonna blow that team up and destroy it again. Let's not give it to him. But like I'm, I'm cool. Like if there was a way to get everybody their favorite team, I think the league would be a better place. But then the comp would be. I, I think we're even enough to where the comp don't even matter. I think no, the, the league doesn't matter, bro. The comp matters, nah, man. Nah, it matters, it's not, but nah, it's not nah, what it was two No, but HD, you say this now until I'm over there in the division with some a rods in them, and I gotta hear you. You are now, and no one, about, no one gives a shit besides you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but I'm but saying, you, but but you give a shit, HD. You give a shit that I'm over there. You give a oh, shit that I got four. Hey, hey, hey. So here's here's my here's my. 
like you're gonna have you know I've talked talk, like I could I think I could go in any division and be fine like I'll be good in division I just struggle outside the division but I'll be good in the division because I pick up on what my opponents like to do like I I'm, I split so far every single season with the Jets and the um the Jets and the Dolphins the only person that's got got me right now is the Bills and the teams were light years better than me the first two seasons. First season, one season, two Bills compared to the Patriots. I was fucking 10, 10 steps behind the fucking Bills. So, I mean, I think I could fit in no matter what division, but there's certain people like the A-Rod that's always going to lose to Keyron, uh, that's always going to lose to Cammy. There's certain people that you can't, no matter what division you put him in, he's not paying attention enough, and he don't care enough to compete in his own division. So because because you guys mentioned, you know, A-Rod and Kieran's division. My thing is like, so would we still be okay with A-Rod being one in twenty-seven in the NFC South because JT's there? It'd be worse. But like, I'm just saying though, because like that's what I'm saying. Like, I I don't think the divisions matter to that point where it's like A-Rod's gonna be one in twelve, one in fifteen, whatever the fuck he is, regardless of where he's at. Well, my thing is I, I said it. Some I said people a don't point. want to play A-Rod. That's the thing. It's not about A-Rod. It's about the people that have to play him, and they're like, I don't want to really want to play yeah. him. I'm like, get him out of here if nobody wants him here. Like, no, nah, listen. I, 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 there's no better way to, like, I don't get it. Listen, I said a couple cycles ago that we needed to stop um, catering the conference, you know, the division so that there's one shit division and one top-tier division. I think that every division should be stacked from, you know what I'm saying, top to the bottom, meaning one to four, you know what I'm saying? So if that, like... If we go with everybody getting their favorite team, um, like HD is saying, I don't think it matters where everybody lines up because, you know, the way that the game is set up with the how they spread around the division or the conference games, everybody will end up playing everybody anyway. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, the thing that it boils down to is, you know, not everybody – is there going to be able to get their favorite team? So how do we yeah, get well, that's, that's, that's why I said if there was a way, cool, but you got to think about it. Some guys are just going to suck no matter where you put them. Yeah, there's see, three, the one, three wins. Zero yeah, listen, wins. I'm, I'm okay with the favorite teams all over. It doesn't matter. I'm cool with that. The only problem is you do not want a division like the NFC South. You at least want, like, at least the thing about the AFC North is being Cammy, meaning that I still got to fight Cammy for the division, which is an automatic playoff. Here. When you have an NFC South, Coles can go 8-9 and he's going to be, be the fourth seed. Coles is an automatic fourth seed every time the season starts. At but this, but I don't think yeah. the NFC South was supposed to play out like this. So I think Greeny and Burrow no, was supposed to be way no, no, better no, than what they were. No, are. no, 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 you're, no, you're right, no, you're right. But I'm saying still we're here now. So you have to hope that you don't get one of these again because you don't want somebody to load up in the season and be like, I'm fourth seed regardless. You, can you agree, Nip, that Coles is fourth seed every time the season starts at work? Yeah, yeah, Vernon, uh, Greeny have it. And the worst part, um, it's saying what you want about Coles. I've, I've been saying this ever since he, he, he joined the league. He is, he's, he knows what you want to do on defense, on offense. And putting yeah, him does. with repetitive players like Burn. And uh, burning Greeny that won't really adjust and uh, put some strain on him, him what he likes to do on on defense. That's not a good look, bro. He's he's never gonna lose a game to the the Falcons or the uh, 
the Saints. And it is, most of the time, it's going to be a blowout. And I mentioned that the other day. JT is the only one giving him fits because JT makes his shit up and he's unorthodox. He makes yeah, his shit JT's up. JT's going to play some football. You put uh, uh, JT with football players. JT beat him. Like, y'all talking to some football players is different. Yeah, that's why I said people be talking that shit about Coles, man. Coles the only motherfucker who who be DK consistently. Goddamn it! Meta as fuck. Meta as fuck. It's meta versus meta, and he knows what DK wants to run, and he knows how to stop it because he's meta too. He's fucking and save your jump ball scheme for your mama, bro. That shit ain't real, and you don't know how to fucking scheme up yeah, shit. Suck a fucking dick. <laughs> my, my, just my personal, my personal thought on it is, I think the league is all at a good enough comp level that we can almost put guys anywhere. Almost put guys anywhere, because um, you know, if, if you're bad, you're gonna suck regardless. Um, you know, that includes you know myself, whatever. Um, but I, I think when you give guys the team that they care about, this was my, you know, this was my argument when we first did it. Guys aren't going to be blowing the team up. They're not going to be doing stupid shit. Like, I just, if you, if you gave drama the Cowboys, you think you know you think the Cowboys would have all those guys on the block? He's got the Texans, so he's got to trade everybody to fucking make them good. But he wouldn't. He wouldn't just trade away. Okay, here's here's Dak, here's Gallup, here's CD, here's Zeke, here's Pollard. You're not going to see that out of out of Dallas. Yeah, you're right. Because you're, you're not going to get the, the only person I've seen do that is Ant. And last year was A Rod with the Jets. That's the only. Those the only two teams that A Rod get their teams. Let me say this right now: He's a mutt team builder. He's a. I want to point this out when we talk about people that just trade to trade and move all. He's a good team, but he ne- He's not somebody that if you give him a, he's going to have fifty thousand trades every single season. Fifty thousand trades. He's never going to hold on to anybody. He is. He's. He's just. He's just too bored. Whatever. Yeah, those are the only two people I've seen blow up their favorite teams. The only two. Nobody else with their favorite teams has blown it up and traded cornerstone pieces like that. So that's why um, I just you get a better league out of it when people actually give a fuck about their team rather than, all right, here's this random team. Here, Drama, you get the fucking Texans. Kieran, you get the you get the fucking Colts. Like, that's – no, you guys don't give a fuck about them. So, you yeah, you know, I, I'm a Texan fan, so he, but he said, give me the coach. I'm going to say this. You can't really put me in it because I just love the ball. So I'm going to make you're not, you're not going yeah. to blow up. You're not going to blow up the Texans. You would you would have rolled oh, the yeah. Texans out as long as you could as that stock team. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I would I would have did some moves, but you're right, because I love it. But I feel like that with any team, like I'm not trading cornerstone pieces because to me, it's just not real. Like it's not real. To trade Lamar, I don't give a fuck what package I'm saying. Lamar is crazy to think because he's so good, but Humphrey, like it's to me, it's not real. When players are not real to trade, but I believe, like I've said this before, we need to go in the season and there needs to be a player on offense and defense that is untradeable that we all agree is a cornerstone and shouldn't be traded. And that'll make things more sense. Like Kyle Pitts shouldn't be traded ever because he wouldn't be traded in real life. And I get that. Well, that that was that was a point of the no trade list, and then 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 we added. Well, you could buy guys off of it now. And well, now looking at it, it's like let's that make was, it that so was, these guys can't be bought off the no trade list. No, 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 no. That's too many people. That's too many people to buy off. That's too many people. It needs to be. Listen, it needs to be a no trade list, but it also needs to be 
uh, 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 you got a uh, uh, never going off, can't be traded all cycle list. And it no, shouldn't be a lot of players. Yeah, it should be just one or two players that's like, listen, this player cannot be traded because this is just like, like the Bengals, it should be Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. I don't care who you are. I don't care how mad you get. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase can't be traded. Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence cannot be traded. It's not real. It can't be traded. I just think it should be that. So, I can um, agree because there are guys so, on there that they're like a, they're on there for contract reasons. You're like, okay, well, it's year five, and I literally can't pay this guy. You know, if you had a reason, cool, but we're just spending twenty to get him off. Like, all right, here's your twenty, and here's my reason why I want this, and it needs to be approved by somebody. Like, no, dude, that's you just want to. Okay, wait what about after season three? What about a no trade list for the first two seasons? Like, you for the first two seasons, these players can be traded out. Shit changes and all that. But listen, you got to keep this one for the for at least two seasons. Here's how I view it. Um, I, I like that idea. The only thing I don't like about that idea is, let's say let's say they got a three-year contract. He's untradeable until he has one year left on his deal. Now when you could say, all right, I need to trade him. That's why I'm buying him off the trade list. I need to trade him because he's still on a deal and I don't have the money to pay him. And I'd rather spend money elsewhere. I could logically say, okay, that makes sense. Now, so that, yeah, that's what I was saying. You pay your 20 and tell him this guy, you know, Joe Burrow, for example, since, you know, his name was brought up. Joe Burrow's on his last year of his deal. I only have 13 million. He wants 20 million a year. I literally can't pay him. Then you're like, okay, you know, you know, obviously you got to the deadline to get rid of him and it's approved. Otherwise, you just let him walk. But like just that, that type of deal, that, that makes sense. Like, yeah, you could buy him off for that reason because you can't afford him and you want to try to move him. Yeah, that's that's. Only way, way. I want to talk about the divisions real quick before we hop off. Um, you know, you brought up, you know, the competitive level. I feel like you can get away with it. It it's just depends on who. Uh, you can't get away with it with A-Rod. Uh, that, that's apparent. Um, I don't think you can get away with it with Mally. Um, there's certain guys that, like, then you really can't put them in a good division. Because they won't play up to their competition, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta at least give you a. I don't care if you go three or you go three and uh, fourteen every season. As long as long as you're here, those three wins should come from your division. Like you should be able to give your division mates a game season to season. I think it really gets bad when you're not even able to give your division mates a game um, and make those games competitive. Because then those guys don't want to play you. And then those are three games during the season where, like, uh, six games during the season where, like, well, fuck me. I got to play him twice. And, you know, not six games, two games a season for each person. It's, where he's it's like, not fuck a, me, I got to play him twice. Yeah, it's, that's not a good, oh, fuck me. It's like, a, I, do I really even want to play this game? Like, this is worth my time. Yeah. Exactly. But anything else you guys want to talk about um, before we head out? Uh, hashtag kick greenie. Hashtag kick greenie. Make sure we get greenie out of here. And hype Mike. I don't like him either because he's listening to the show. Uh, but, but everybody in PML, have a great day. And we'll catch you next time.